Oklahoma archery, everything archery based out of Oklahoma for Oklahoma. Let's get it started. Welcome everybody to an Oklahoma archery podcast. We've got some groundbreaking news we're going to bring in just a little bit later. But first off, hello, I'm David Bosca. I'm not sure what happened, but Neil's introduction did not come through on the podcast. But he's here. He's live. He will be chatting and talking. And we have a guest today that um, she is, well, I don't know whether to say she's spearheading this indoor shoot or if she's assistant. So I want everyone, I want to introduce Andrea. Is it Waldridge? Is that the Waldridge, problem? yes. Hi, Andrea. Welcome to the show. And tell everyone a little bit about you and archery, and then we'll get into your shoot. Okay. Uh, I started in archery about two years ago. My two boys were shooting with 4-H, and they wanted more. So I started Twisted Arrow OK Archery, uh, really with just the plan to have them have more shooting opportunities and be able to do a lot more shoots. And it's taken off. I think we've passed 35 kids now, and we're all over. Wow, that's awesome. As in Joad Kids? Is that the group? Uh, we do Joad, S3DA, and then pretty much every organization we have kids that shoot in something. Okay. All right. Well, let's introduce everyone because it is, it's not fastly approaching, but it's not that far out. So let's tell everyone about your shoot and then we'll, we'll go in uh, details of the shoot itself. So explain to everyone what your shoot is. Okay, so the first one that we have coming up is the Joad series. Uh, that one runs one Saturday a month, November through February. And uh, there are two shooting times, uh, one and four. And then the kids can pick one time or the other, and the scores are combined at the end. And that one is, will wrap up in February. It's going to be at different ranges across the state. What ranges are you held at? We're going to start at the Arrow Shop in Dewey for November. Uh, December and January, we go to Okeyland, and we'll finish up at uh, Archery Traditions in February. Okay. What rule settings are they following for that? It's all Joad rules, which is under USA Archery, just the standard. We did decide to include the basic compound. Uh, this year, I think, is the first year they've had yeoman, so they'll be able to shoot the 10 yards for the younger kids. We just wanted to kind of open it up to as many kids as possible with that option. Okay. And do the parents go to the individual shops to sign up? Or No, nope, you sign up online through USA Archery Sport 80. Okay. And look for the range, not look for... Well, when you search under tournaments, you if you type in Oklahoma, it'll pop up. And so right now, just the first one is available, and then we'll release the next dates. Like, the dates are out, but to sign up for the next one, as one finishes, we'll open up the next. Okay. Okay. And let's see. I'm trying to think of things. Um, everything's USA Archery Rules. The assignments they'll do their lane assignments that you said they can pick um they'll know the rules if they are there i, I think that pretty well covers yeah what's, what's and on. then i guess the only other thing is it's a point system for the winners so uh once you shoot one you get one point for first two for second three for third and so on the max if you miss one you get five points and that way if you happen to miss one maybe it doesn't work for you with the date or something you can still 
it doesn't hold you back from qualifying for an award or a top placing. So there's an aggregate award with all of them put together. Yes, there's no individual event awards. The awards will be at the final one in February, and it's a point system based on your placings throughout the series. Oh, nice. That, 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 that pulls it all in throughout the year, Makes let's, allows them to practice and to gain experience. And, yeah, that way if they're, if they're scared and, and um, all that on the first one, they can get through that and keep shooting. And I've seen that happen. You know, they start out, maybe they're kind of new to archery and they decide to start out in the beginning and maybe they don't place as well as they would like. But then towards the end, they start rising up and can certainly end up with a much better placement than they would have anticipated based on the first shoot. Oh, nice, nice. And are you looking at in the future to do anything like that, let's say, with the SD3D? Uh, With S3DA... Uh, we're kind of in a growing phase there. Um, I am in the process of getting certified to train some new coaches. Uh, I'm getting close, but it's a little bit of a process on top of everything else I have going on. And we do, we've got a regional shoot that'll come up in January and state indoor towards the end of January. But that's a little bit different rules, a little bit different format. They shoot the five spot. Okay. That's a good question. So on the other one that we talked about, it'll be a three spot for them. Yeah, the Joad series will be the uh, vertical three spot, or they can, of course, choose the, you know, single spot target, depending on their bow type. We have, I think even the Genesis bows, you know, they shoot the bigger single spot. Depends on your, your bow type. Yeah. Okay. And then there's another shoot coming up over at... Yukon. Tell us about that big shoot. Yes, that is a great one. That's the Frozen Oki. And both of these shoots, the series and this one also, these were started by Coach Sean Thompson in the past. And we, you know, after losing him, we wanted to carry that on. He had such a great legacy here. So we had talked to the GPAC board and they were very kind in allowing Samantha Gildenheis and I to carry this on. She's She's definitely the spearhead for this. I am her assistant just following around long, trying to keep up with her. Uh, But um, so that one will be December 2nd and 3rd. It's a two-day shoot. It's USA Archery. And you either shoot nine Saturday and one Sunday or the flip-flop, one Saturday and nine Sunday. So you'll shoot 120 arrows over the weekend. And... Um, they have some fun awards. They have the Angry German Award they've done each year, whoever shoots the most nines. They've had a sportsmanship award that we have taken and changed to the Coach Sean Thompson Award, oh, uh, just as a way to kind of honor him and what he's done. Yes, yes. I know in the past, well, I've shot it two or three years now. Um, they've always had a Saturday supper come through. Are y'all still doing that, or is that something that y'all just didn't want to jump on this year? We decided this year we weren't going to do that. We were going to try to get some feedback, and maybe something we'll add back in the future. Uh, but we were you know, trying to piece this together from what was there in the past and thought maybe that was something something we could return to at a later date. Oh, yeah. that Yeah, let's get the shoot going and make it sure it's smooth, and then we'll add – Add, add the extracurriculars afterwards. Okay. Absolutely. We are still going to do the raffle. Uh, my team, Twisted Arrow, is going to take that on. 
we're kind of in the process of gathering donations and things for the raffle to continue. And that'll, all of that money goes to our team to help out the kids. We're a nonprofit. So we try to make it archery as accessible to as many kids as possible. And those funds will help with that. Absolutely. It will. Anything will help when it comes to that. Oh, for sure. It's not a cheap sport. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Neil, can you think of anything right off? No, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know it's, uh, I know it's the beginning of indoor season, but we're, we're kind of gearing up, getting a few arrows downrange. So looking forward to seeing everybody. Yeah, the one thing we need to make sure we let everyone know is that the USA Archery for all all disciplines is a 23 max diameter arrow. So for folks like us, um, we're we're so used to shooting 27s. Be aware when you walk in, it is a 23 max arrow. So read the rules. Also, another one that sometimes catches people with USA is the lights on your site. You can't have lights in USA archery and we're always pulling lights off last minute, you know, when the ones didn't realize that wasn't an option there. That's right. In, in any electronics. I believe. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So what are, what are your lane times for the frozen Oki? So you pick either 9am Saturday and one Sunday or one Saturday and nine Sunday. Of course, the one that shoots Sunday at one, because it's right before the awards, that one's the one that tends to fill up a little bit faster. So if you want that one, it's getting pretty close now, I think, actually. You know, I I remember this, and, and I'm not clear on it, so I, I, we may need to pull this other lady in. I'm, if, if you're not clear on it, I don't know either. They, It's been a star event in the past. Um. Is this going to be a star event? And what is a star event? So the star event is an extra designation to where you're able to set world archery records at your shoot. There's an extra fee when you sign up for that to register your shoot that way. We, as our first time taking this on, we debated that if it was something that we wanted to do or not. We decided this year, let's hold off. And, um, but something we're definitely, we're looking for feedback, you know, is that something that's important to people for us to pull back in next year? We're, we're definitely open to suggestions and feedback to, we want to keep this going and we want to continue to make it bigger and better. Yeah. For the folks like me that shoot the compounds, even the old men like me. Okay. That that's here and or there. We are just thankful that y'all have taken the bull by the horns on this and just giving us another tournament to go shoot at. We're, we're limited on indoor tournaments here in Oklahoma. So yeah. when, when I heard this was coming back, I was really happy about it. And that's been the feedback we've got from everybody. I mean, once indoor season started approaching, all of a sudden it was, oh gosh, what's going to happen to the frozen Oki? You know, everybody looked forward to that one. And I had been asked about it, approached about it. And I can't remember either Samantha or I, one reached out to the other and come to find out she had been really working to make it happen. And so we just thought if we joined forces, maybe together we could pull this off and make a great event. Uh, we just talked today about maybe next year with the series, even if we're able to make that USA archery to where adults can shoot as well. I think there are a lot of adults out there that want to shoot more. So the more opportunities we have for them, the better. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I I know that one of the clubs that or shops that's doing it, the Oki Land, that's helping y'all with that. He did a, a deal himself, and one or two other 3D ranges did something like that. So that would be really cool to do an indoor. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, carry on with the Oklahoma, the the Triple Crown. That was such a great event. And I mean, it took off so well for the first year. So I think an indoor series like that would be incredible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I didn't mean to go past this, but I did forget it and everything. (laughs) What bow do you shoot? Come on. I have a Martin. I don't know what it is. I'm very new to it. Um... I have a love-hate relationship with it most days. I am getting better. I'm thinking about the frozen oaky. Uh, I practiced the other night. I thought, I'm going to do a scoring round, a 300. And if I shoot less than 200, it's done. I quit. I'm not doing it. And I shot a 218. So I don't know where that leaves me, but maybe. <laughs> you should have dumped it then. then you <laughs> That's your goal. <laughs> and I was like, oh. But, you know, I, I practiced with Isaiah. So... Um, Isaiah Ryle, my son, and uh, no, nope, nobody's gonna look good next to him when you're starting out. It's kind of frustrating. The the beautiful thing about indoor archery is yes, there's classes. Yes, there might be other people in it, but every end, every arrow, all you're doing is shooting against yourself. So it doesn't matter what your score is, over 200, less than 200, right? It's just up to you. Oh, so his internet's so, cutting out. So get on the line. Let's 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 get you out there. Let's let's keep shooting, and just think of the the discipline you're going to be teaching your kids. Yes, now that's, that's yeah, what, that's what I tell them. Am, am I trying to shame you here just a little bit? It's it's easy to tell them that you know. I'm like, it's not about competing with this guy or that guy. It's about your score and getting better. And um, that is one thing that's helped me a lot is shooting myself. Then the kids will go, now you see what we're talking about when we give you that look about whatever advice you had for us. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. When sometimes I get too smart. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm leaning towards it. I've had a couple of other women that say, well, if you will, I will. So there's a lot of pressure um, for me to do it. And I'm, I'm trying to get myself there mentally. Well, that'd be cool. Is there any place on the social media or a website that they can go and look at this and find out everything um, that we've talked about? Uh, You know, I don't know that if it's on the USA Archery Facebook for Oklahoma, but I know, of course, Trosper has posted it. Um, I have a group that we keep track of all the shoots in this state, Twisted Arrow OK Archery, the group on Facebook, and we've got the flyer there. And it has a lot of, you know, any information. And then they can also reach out to me. And if I can't answer, I'm certainly Samantha can, and I can get them to her. And I think her number is also on the flyer that's been circulating. All right. Perfect. That's what I was wanting was to put something out there for them to. Yeah. Be to yeah. And of course the uh, registration is the same. Like we talked about with the, the Joe ad series, it's all on uh, USA archery sport 80. You okay. sign up and join there. And if they get a hold of Traditions Archery over there, he will probably send them to USA, won't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's very aware. He has his Joab team, so he, he can get them on the right path. All right. Sounds good. Andrew, is there anything else you'd like to spurt out there in the podcast world? It's just between us, so it doesn't matter. 
Uh, no, we've just been having a lot of fun. We've started our indoor season and kids are doing well. It's been a good good start so far. We're excited to see the shoots here in Oklahoma, a little closer to home. Oh, yeah. Yanny, yeah, did any of your team go down to Texas? We did, yes. Isaiah and I left uh, at 7 o'clock Saturday morning. He shot the 6 o'clock line, and we came back that night. It was, And then I had a, three other kids that shot also, and he actually pulled out the U18 compound first place this year. Congrats. Yeah, that was exciting. That was his first time down there, so that was a huge accomplishment. Yeah. He, he, he wasn't just caught looking deer in the headlights then, was he? No, no, he does pretty well. He He's pretty dedicated to archery. He spends a lot of time at it. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, all right, Andrea. We appreciate it. Thanks for, for coming on, and we'll get this published and get it out there so everybody knows about all your shoots. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you bet. Thank you. We appreciate Thank you. It. Have a good day. All right. Next thing we're going to talk about is we've got some breaking news for not indoor this right now. Um, we're going to talk about 3D. And I'm not going to do much talking. Um, I may ask some questions, but I would like to, what we're going to do is, Everybody knows Oklahoma has uh, a state director. We've got a new state director for the state of Oklahoma, and I would like to bring him on and introduce him. Some of y'all may know him. Some of y'all may not. But our new state director, everyone, I'd like to introduce to you Mr. Neil Cooley, the co-host of Oklahoma Archery. Man, that ought to make it easy for our, all our uh, foam shooting listeners to stay in the loop. I'm over here trying to hack my way into uh, hack my way into my Gmail on my Firefox instead of the because we're having a little tech issue. We can hey, you can edit that out later. Um, hold tight, just a sec. Just a sec. Ah. All right. While he's doing that, I'm going to come up with a quick question. That way he can kind of start thinking about it just a little bit. Oklahoma and ASA. I have not shot myself an ASA in probably 20 years. Um, just got out of it completely. Um, I know ASA has just grown leaps and bounds since I've gotten out of it, but Neil, what, what do you feel is going to need to be some of your first steps on getting it just organized, just to get clubs organized? Well, better yet, let's take a step back. Neil, tell everyone what your thoughts are of the ASA uh, directorship and where, where, where it can go. All right, Neil, um, welcome to the ASA directorship. And... What's new and what's going on? Your initial welcome to the office world. What's what are you working on with ASA? Well, we're working on about four different things right now. If I had to categorize them, um, there's currently two Facebook groups that are operating. Uh, the previous one and the previous previous one. We're still working with nationals to see which one they want us to use. I've had a couple of people ask me about that already, so everybody kind of hang tight. Um, 
basically we're trying to see which one of them we can take over the admin of. And there's certain places or certain people from nationals that we have to add into that. So we're weighing our options on how we're going to streamline the communication on the internet. Um, worst case scenario, you know, you've always got different clubs sharing stuff too, but we want to have one central place where everybody can come and kick ideas around and talk to one another. And, um, we want to have a place to field questions, you know, how do you get here, turn left, turn right, four miles outside of town, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so that's going to be the first thing. Um, secondly, we're working on putting a schedule together. Um, the word from nationals when I spoke, uh, to them on the phone, was that any dates that had been previously promised, we were going to go ahead and honor those. So anything that got put out or clubs that were told they had dates for qualifiers, we're going to roll with those. Um, I have a running list of them. I've printed off. If there's anybody else out there that has has hosted an ASA in the past or anybody new that is looking to get into the foam shooting world, um, I encourage them to reach out to me. I'm getting a list of all previous clubs, um, both active and inactive from the ASA website. So I'm going to be calling some people. If you haven't, uh, if you hadn't heard from me yet, or if it's somebody from out of town, going to be going to be having some of those, Hey, how are you conversations? Um, looking to see if there's anybody out there that hadn't hosted one in a few years that wants to. So we'll be reaching out to clubs. Um, I guess the third thing we're kind of working on is we're going to use a competition committee that mirrors Texas. Basically, it's an it's an anonymous committee. Nobody knows who's on it, but it handles um, some things that are like protests, some things that are like uh, let's see, protests, disputes, um, anything that's related to move ups, stuff like that. We're going to have an odd number, probably five or seven committee, uh, myself included, that feels like it kind of reflects the general population of the shooters. So it's not just going to be, you know, me in whatever way I want it. I'm going to have some, I'm going to have some outside guidance. I'm going to have some people that I kind of lean on when it comes to um, running ideas past them, getting yay or nay votes. The idea is that if it's an odd number, you'll, uh, you know, you'll have a tiebreaker one way or the other. Um, so that's something that I'm going to be doing. Like I say, that's completely anonymous. People aren't going to know who's on that just so these people can, you know, do their job and feel, um, feel unbiased. So basically we're, it's not just going to be the, the Neil show and we're not just going to do things. However I want, it's going to be a little bit of, um, you know, it's not, it's not like everybody gets a vote, but there will be other people than me that I look to. Um, so basically we're trying to put a schedule together, anything that was previously posted, we're going to go ahead and we're going to honor that. And anybody that wants to fill up the calendar dates, as long as there's not a pro-am on top of it, we're, uh, we're definitely going to try and, and not schedule anything on top of anything pro-am related or the Western region shoots. Um, I think they have between two and three a year. I think the number's down to two. I'll have to get some dates there. So um, I'll be calling your local clubs. Just kind of keep an eye out, keep an ear out. If anybody has a out there in the corner of Oklahoma has a, a range that hadn't been shot in a couple of years, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Um, trying to think what else. I, my email, I don't have, I don't have a ASA email. It's just my name, Neil Cooley, five three one at gmail .com. That's where you can get a hold of me. Um, cell phone number is the same as it's always been. Anybody get a pen, get a pad of paper ready. It's area code nine one eight. 639-6654. Um, so you can you can call, you can text, you can email me. Um, you can probably get a hold of me on Facebook. My name on Facebook's Neil Cool. 
just so I didn't pop up on all my future employers' radars quite so much. Um, some people ask me about that. Uh, it's just for, you never know what's on there. I don't want my name on anything going out on the internet, but you can get a hold of me. Feel free to reach out if you have questions. Um, the Facebook page that's still active, I think it has about 1,500 people in there. We'd love to grow that. Definitely would encourage anybody that's not in the face the ASA Facebook group that's not blacked out, the one that has about 1,500 people in it, we'd encourage you to join. Um, I'd If everybody take a minute, sit down, go through your Facebook friends list, anybody that's shot before or if you got any buddies that haven't shot, you know, invite them to it, get them to join. Um, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good slate of tournaments this year. I can definitely, I can I can say already that we're gonna have more qualifiers at um, some clubs that didn't participate in the last few years. So we're gonna get some local ranges back. Um, we're gonna have as many shoots as we can put on as we can find people willing to you know cooperate and and want to step up and do it. We're gonna we're really gonna have a good spring, but. Before that, I think we we just got to survive indoor season. This is my biggest concern right now. Um, I hope it's I hope it's not the death of me. So you know, looking forward to looking forward to the upcoming season. But basically, until we hear which which page we're we're going to be using, we're not going to have a schedule out yet. We're waiting on confirmation. You know, we want to hear from the higher ups on that one just to make sure there's there's only one, and we don't want duplicates out there and people getting confused. So. Once we put something out, we want everybody to be on the same page. So just kind of hang tight with us right there. And we're putting the schedules getting put together. This, the packets that are sent out to individual clubs are not yet delivered to us yet. So even if, you know, you reach out, we don't have the whole thing to send you yet. That usually comes closer to the beginning of the year, the way I understand it. So even if you're, you know, you feel like you're late to the party or you haven't, you know, haven't been kept in the loop. That's okay. We're all still waiting. Um, we're also waiting on the announcement of nationals for certain rule changes and procedures that are going to change. Um, so we'll have an update that'll go out once that information gets here. Um, just stuff that they change at a national level and they kind of expect us to, to keep our, our state in the loop for. So <clears throat> once we get the Facebook group thing settled, they'll, they'll be there in the meantime. Just like I say, invite everybody you, you know to it. Um, get, you know, just get, get excited about it. Um, Really, it's going to be it's going to be a year where hopefully we're looking to build some numbers and, um, you know, we just we want to see all the people we met shooting archery out there shooting archery. Pretty simple. OK, so those that shot last year and I understand that you can shoot out of a, a class. How have that has that been finalized um, to where they know that? Or is that something that you're going to have to go through last year's records and then notify them? Because I'm sure there's going to be shooters that's going to go, man, I don't know what all happened at the end of last year. How, how are, how are you and the um, national team um, trying to tackle some of the things that might have been left unattended? I guess that's a better question. How are you and the national team trying to handle some of that? Nationals does, from what I understand, recognize different states um, shoot up programs, shoot out, shoot up, shoot out. Either way you want to, either way you want to look at it. Um, I think before we even get to that, the old Facebook group might have had some scores deleted, some posts taken down. So I'm going to have to go back and see if I can first access last year's state scores. Um, probably would be a 
depending on depending on the class, you don't want to if there's only five or six guys in it, you don't want to take the the winner and the shooter of the year out of it. But that would probably be, be generally be what I would look at as as a move out, unless you're already in, you know, K50 or semi pro or whatever. If there's no if there's no up, that's there's nowhere for you to go, and we don't want to take a a small division and and take a bunch of people out of it that are that's pretty much the entire division. So if you won state, maybe we'll look at it. If you won state a couple years in a row, we'll look at it. If you won shooter of the year, we'll look at it. Um, but that's going to be something that I would probably run through the competition committee to get them to vote on it. So if it's a very small class, you know, if you're in a 40 or a 45 yard class and there's only a handful of people in it, we're not going to make one, we're not going to make one class smaller, you know, Rob Peter to pay Paul kind of thing. So as long as the numbers are good and, and we don't want to push anybody to a, a distance that they don't have, if their equipment's not set up for it, I understand, but you got to look at the numbers of where they're, where they're going to and where they're coming from. If you've got four guys in known 50 and 40 guys in known 45, you're probably going to have some move ups. Um, but that's going to be something that, you know, probably have a committee of people to vote on rather than just being my, my decision. Cause a couple of years ago, we had some some last minute move ups that happened um, mid season that some people were kind of kind of mad about either where they were where they were headed or the way that it was done. So that'll be something that'll take place before the year starts, so you know for sure all year what what class you're competing in, and um, really not something that we want to drive people out of it because. And I'm asking because it's been a long time since I've been gone um, from the 3D, but that affects where you place them. That affects where they have to shoot nationally. Isn't that correct? You can shoot a different event at home than you do at the Pro-Am. They just don't want you – they really don't want you to be dogging down to try to try and win. Like if you're shooting – K50 at the pro-ams and you're coming home and competing in K40. I think that's what they kind of frown upon. But from what I understand from the director's meeting last year, um, the only program that they want approval from nationals on is the shooter of the year programs. You lay that out and you send that in for approval. Or if you have anything that deviates from their um, pre-prescribed shooter of the year program, you have to send those for approval to nationals. Um, but they didn't have any requirement of that for the shooting out of a class. Now, if you shoot locally 45 or 50 and you go to the pro-ams and shoot known 40, there's a lot of guys that do that, or a lot, a lot of people that do that, rather. So that's what they're okay with. They just don't want you going from shooting semi-pro on the weekend to coming home and making sure you win some money. So that's that's the way I understood it. Um, our shooter of the year program would probably be what people would also be curious about. We're going to mirror that with Texas, probably regardless of how many qualifiers, you know, from, from, we're going to have enough qualifiers already on the books to say it's going to be your best five scores plus state. Um, nothing for people in the class, nothing for participation, just your five best scores plus state shoot as many as you want. Um, drop all the bad ones, score your five best. So I think we're going to have enough qualifiers or I'm, I'm planning to have enough qualifiers that that's not an inconvenience to people. Cause we know you got, you might have Easter plans. You might have 4th of July plan. You might have, you know, stuff that pops up that's going to prevent you from going to a tournament. And just cause you miss one or two or three, or even four 
doesn't mean you should be out of the running for your, your classes shooter of the year. So we're going to definitely um, just probably piggyback on the way Texas does that. I think five plus states pretty reasonable. I think last year when it started out, it was seven, seven out of eight plus state, which really stopped a lot of people from wanting to participate that would, would previously have been there the way I understand it. All right. So I would say, first off, congratulations, Neil. Um, I know that you love archery and you've taken it to heart and it's been, shoot, your family, your whole family's done it for years. Welcome to this position. I know you're going to give it your all and you're going to definitely give it your all. There's no doubt about that. Um, so we've covered pretty well. You don't know yet how you're going to be able to communicate with them. We know that you're waiting on the nationals, but is there, would you say there's a deadline? Would you think you're hoping that maybe by the first of the year we can come back on here and you'll be able to start blasting it on all the Facebook. This is the official, this is the official, or you or do you have, have they given you a deadline and do you have, a deadline that you want shoots to be scheduled for? Yes. Um, the way I understand it, the insurance that is ASA coverage, it renews on, from what I understand, January 1st. So anything that happens before then is technically in pencil rather than in pen, the way it's described, Jimmy. I would say we will definitely have a schedule out or a proposed schedule out this month to early December, once we have a place to put it, we're going to let it, and it's going to be updated in real time. So we'll, we're going to put that, put that out there for clubs right now saying these are what weekends are open. Still we're blocked off. We blocked off the pro-ams and basically everything that's currently on there is where we're going to start. It should be out this month. As soon as we get uh, confirmation on whichever of the two Facebook pages we're going to use that's probably I'm going to put it out as it happens and I'll just go in and edit when we get new confirmed dates from clubs because there's no need in, in you know asking them for what their dates are and they send you four different dates that work but they're all already booked I'm going to have that scheduled to send them and say this is what's open this is what we're not scheduling on and we, we'd love it love it if you have one um, no deadline from nationals but January one's when the new insurance kicks in. So if it's officially, if it's got ASA's name on it, they're going to want that, that insurance coverage before it gets put out there. So officially no, everything after the first of the year for 2024, I don't think we're looking at having many in January, just with the, the Oklahoma weather and anything in February is going to be pretty cold. Um, you know, you get that, that spring weather rolls around eventually. So we're going to know before, before it's time to start cutting lanes. But like I say, there was a pretty good chunk of a schedule that I'm inheriting and I'm more than inclined to, to keep. So nothing, <clears throat> don't need to change it if it's not broke. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, gosh, Neil, I don't know what else to say or ask because I'm sure you're kind of waiting on paperwork of this or that or the other, but, um, yeah, this will be fun. Um, we'll try to do what um, as much here as we can, as long as ASA allows it. We don't know yet. I don't think so, but we'll we'll do what we can on this end to help get the word out. Um, but just to let everyone know, this isn't going to be the official. Um, I'm sure the federation or the nationals. I'm sorry, the national group 
needs to okay that. And that sounds like that's going to be the Facebook page. Yeah. And I, I understand that they want to have some level of involvement in it, which is as, as a director, it's good to know you got some backup. Um, I think they said that we're going to have Josh Bryan as one of our uh, either admins or moderators. I'm not sure the difference on, on the, on the technological side of that. So, you know, we'll have Scott in there. We'll have Josh in there. We'll have guys that are, you know, directly in leadership positions that are going to be able to see and post. And um, we're going to, we're not going to, we're not going to ban people. We're not going to delete comments unless it's really vulgar, you know, you're threatening somebody. So we're going to let you, we're going to let you talk. We're going to let you say your piece. Um, it's, it's y'all's ASA as much as it is anybody else's. Um, I'll tell you that it's not the organization. It's the people that make it up. So if you want to get on there and say, hey, I think we ought to do X, Y, or Z, or I think this is a good idea, or you can say, I don't like, you know, how we did that. More than happy to listen to it. You know, we'll like comments. We'll go back and forth. Just keep it, keep it civil. Y'all, it's, you're going to have some disagreements, but, you know, kind of keep in mind there's people have family members in there and people have people under 18 and I got some kids in there that are on Facebook. So you know, don't be, don't be putting things that are vulgar out there, but they're not going to, they're not going to micromanage what you do. They're not going to come in and, and ban and block and snooze and mute and hide and all this, all these million different ways to censor this and that, as long as it's constructive and civil, we're going to let you air your, air your grievances. Um, you know, if it's something that's a person to person conversation, feel free to make it a person to person conversation, use your best judgment kind of on that, but I'm not, I don't have time to moderate every single comment on every single post. And I know nationals doesn't either. So, you know, it's, it's always good to be in the loop and you like to see who's, you know, saying what I kind of, that's what, that's what's fun about Facebook for me, but we're not gonna, we're not going to go to war in the comments. Everybody here has got a day job. So it's not a, it's not a, it's not a big deal, but we're, we're hundred percent going to let you say what you want. Well, cool, cool, cool. Um, I think it'll be fun for you. I know you're looking forward to it. Um, but that's our big news, folks. Um, may not be big news to some folks, but it's big news to Oklahoma Archery. Um, that's all I've got myself. Um, Neil, can you think of anything else um, you want to throw out there with this? No, nothing on the ASA side, really. Just everyone kind of be patient with us to the best of your ability. Um, we'll get you we'll get you confirmation on what page we're going to be on, and that's where we'll drop all the, the new exciting stuff. Um, I'm not sure about people who aren't on Facebook. I know, I know there's a lot of people that shoot a bow that are not on Facebook, but that's going to be where we, you know, distribute some of the stuff. If we had a if we had an email list or a, a thing to do the newsletter, that might be that that might be something we grow into one day, but it, it kind of falls on all of us if we're members and, and, and we're complaining because your buddy's not shooting or, you know, your friends didn't show up or there was a low turnout or I only won 28 bucks for second place this time around. You guys got to you got to get your uh, you got to get your friends shooting, get your family members shooting. And we're going to we're going to grow the numbers. We're going to have fun. We're going to shoot some foam. It's it, it, when it's too hot to fish. You don't have anything else to do, so you might as well come shoot your bow. That's all I'll say about it. Well, cool, bud. Um, I appreciate your coming on and, and talking about it and being candid and and just letting everyone know. And, and I like the way you said, um, just be patient. Rome wasn't built in a, a week, a, a day, or whatever. 
Um, and that's what this is. You're going to, you're trying to build a great foundation to, throughout the year. It works smooth and, and effortlessly. Um, well, that's all I got. Um, I, I can't think of anything. So on my end, I'll catch y'all later. Neil? Neil? Everybody go shoot your bow. Hope your indoor season's going better than mine is. Uh, we're a little late to the party on that one. But, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's everybody get out there in the deer woods, get out there on the indoor line. I think it, well, I mean, with the 70, 60, 70 degree weather, you could be outside shooting this time of year, honestly. But really, you need to be getting those indoor arrows in. Um, nobody knows that more than me because I've definitely been neglecting the 20-yard game for the tree stand game. Um, I know everybody out there is killing big deer, so post your post your big deer kills. I know the rut's coming up. We want to see we want to see that. We want to see your indoor targets too. So throw those in the comments. We'll see who's got the uh, best looking Vegas target. My guess out there is Jeremy Balderrama for best looking indoor target. 